Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. You're watching I Allegedly. And uh, I've got a good one for you today. What do you want to call it? You can name it whatever you want. I want you guys to tell me what this is going to be. As I walk on Balboa Island, one thing that's happening for the next five days at night, the bridge is going to be closed. So one thing that's wild is that if you lived on this island and you had an emergency at night, the only way off this island is going to be the ferry. Okay? So things happen, guys. Cut your hand, you need to go to the emergency room. There's no clinic on the island. And uh, it's going to be a disaster. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So as I walk to the island, I got a kick out of this because, oh, we don't anticipate any problems. Okay. Every night for the next five days, it's closed. So let's get into it. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Today we have a sponsor, Belly Trim, which I will talk about uh, in a little bit. But... Uh, First things first, guys, with the instability in the Middle East, uh, there is talk right now that oil very soon could hit $140 a barrel. Anna Boda is an economist for Alliance Group that does oil speculation and things like that. And here's the thing. When you look at all the oil speculation, all the oil prices, uh, and hey, we think oil you know, Brent crude and price per barrel is going to hit this price. Most experts never believed it was going to hit $100 a barrel. Isn't that wild, guys, to think about? So now you've got experts talking. I'm going to walk across that. That's going to hit, conservatively, $140 a barrel. This is without anything bad happening, just because of the instability in the Middle East, just because of what's happening globally, and the supply issues with the war in Ukraine that was already affecting this and which, what is going on in the Middle East right now adding to this. So where does it go from there, guys? What does gas prices look like with $140 per barrel oil? Easily, here in California, easily 10 bucks, without a doubt. So you're going to see gas prices absolutely shoot up over the course of the next few months and another thing to think about is well what happens when there's a recession this is what I get a kick out of what is this what do you call what we're in right now what do you call this an economic slowdown it's not a recession this is a recession guys this is this we're living through this right now we're living through a recession right now and that's what it is now a Japanese think tank boy does that sound like fun in Japan sat down and talked about how the alternative because of EV cars and uh, people wanting to get away from fossil fuels is going to be natural gas but think about this number well the tides really high so for them to keep up with current demand current demand it's going to require a seven trillion dollar investment into natural gas plants seven trillion dollars where's that money come from okay now again if there is no problem but if there is a recession that we go into which again okay so if things get worse the price is going to get worse that's what everybody has to look at so man 
natural gas prices are going to go through the roof. One thing that we talked about with Bob Kudla before is how he's really strong on natural gas, uranium, and things like that because we're going to need alternatives that work. The wind problem has been a disaster. I've had people that have written me in different states, and I believe the latest one was Indiana talking about how, hey, listen, we've got areas that are normally windy where they have wind farms that are not producing any energy right now. Okay? Is the government doing that? Did they make it stop being windy? Come on, guys. Okay? This is a lot to think about, but I really want to know what you want to call this right now. Your buying power is nothing. People cannot afford to do anything right now. You talk about parties, you talk about travel, you talk about things like that. People are going places, but they're not spending money when they get there. It is so expensive to do everything right now. And, you know, the price of cars, the price of everything has gone through the roof right now. So share your thoughts on this stuff so far. Let me know what you think. Let's talk about our sponsor, Belly Trim XP. You know, it is anticipated that over 75 million Americans are considered overweight right now, with well over 40% of those people considered obese. That is unbelievable when you think about that. The health problems that come from belly fat, you know, are um, there's just an, an abundance of them. One thing that you can do is you can take Belly Trim XP, which is all natural. It has conjugated linoleic acid, which has been proven to beat belly fat. It's all natural. It doesn't speed you up. It comes from the good people at BioTrust. And one thing that they've done, which is amazing because they kicked in a bunch of stuff. Hey, Dan, please talk about this. Please talk about this. We'll throw in this. We'll throw in this. A couple of free eBooks, free health coaching when you buy this product. It's absolutely amazing. If you go to trimwithdan.com, you can save up to 51%. Plus, there's a limited supply. The price is good as long as they have the product. So get it today, order today, go to Trim With Dan and try to get yourself some belly trim. A lot of people have already ordered this from my channel and they've had success with it, but check it out today. It's all natural. BioTrust has shipped over 15 million products. Check it out today. Go to Trim With Dan today and save 51% off belly trim XP. There's an economic indicator that is pointing down in real estate and points to a very serious downturn globally, overall, for the economy, and for every index, okay? And basically, it's commercial real estate loans. Now, you know, Charlie Munger and his boyfriend, Warren Buffett, uh, this weekend, were talking about how you're going to see huge problems with commercial real estate finally unfold. And here's the interesting thing about this is that with the commercial real estate, Warren Buffett said, hey, listen, you know, the owners go, but the building's still there. The TREP organization just talked about a building in San Francisco. Think about this. Purchased in 2018, high-flying, beautiful apartment building. The apartment building had a value of over $500 million. Today, it is down to $248 million. It's less than half of what it was appraised for originally. And again, it's San Francisco, which is a complete dive, and it's awful. And, uh, you know, 
you're going to see more and more of this. But again, the buildings are still standing there, even though you don't have tenants, even though you don't have people paying their bills, and the cost per square foot is dropping to the floor. That's just getting worse and worse and worse. So, you know, how can you ignore this? How can you not look at a resort island like I'm walking on right now that has more vacancies today than it's ever had in 20 years? Okay, is it just a bad month? No, it's awful. Things are bad. People don't have the money to go buy tchotchkes and dresses and extra stuff right now. They don't spend the money. And then when you look at the, the values of these properties and the commercial properties and how people are just giving them back to the bank, it's nuts. So we haven't seen anything yet, guys, with this. Nobody wants to admit this. Hey, Keller. So nobody wants to admit how bad this is yet, but it's getting worse. It's getting worse by the week and by the month. So, you know, Motley Fool did a great story below talking about the value of real estate, especially commercial real estate, and how this is going to be the thing, the linchpin. But again, everything's great and we're not in a recession right now, but you've got office buildings that are trading for 50% off. Now, one thing I want to talk to you about is uh, we did the course, the Economic Ninja and I did the course on uh, you know, uh, foreclosures. One of the houses that we went to and filmed in front of, we went to the auction live. The auction was for almost $2.2 million for this house. That's what the loan was, the first trustee. Now, this house has gone to sale and then been canceled, gone to sale and been canceled four times. This Wednesday, it goes for the fifth time. It's going to go to sale. Now, here's the one thing that's crazy. On Zillow, the house now is listed at $3.5 million. Now, the house had an appraised value in June of $5.5 million. Okay? So, was it ever worth $5.5 million? Who knows? Think about this. To borrow that kind of money, you don't go to a regular bank and just fill out a loan application. You have to have a private lender, and it's a different process. It's a different process for... The foreclosures it's a different process for making your payment but this guy who owns this house has given story time after story time after story time uh, to where they can postpone hey I've got a buyer hey I've got this but now the house it's when you look at it you can take a look at the listing I'll include it right here below and the house um, says it's gone up in value two hundred thousand dollars this week and they listed it for three point five million you would have to be an imbecile to buy this house. Now, here's the best part about this house is that there is other loans against it. Seconds, thirds, I don't even know how many there are. I can talk to Doug and find that out as far as how many are, are you know, owed against it. But you're going to see more and more high-end houses like this where people got creative as far as the financing to get themselves into the house and... It's funny, this guy owns another house that Doug says is so encumbered with so many loans against it that it will never sell. So it, the likelihood that it's gonna go back to the bank is, you know, <laughs> he said, that would be the best case scenario for everybody. How is that the best, foreclosure is the best case scenario for everybody, so I got a kick out of that. But share your thoughts on this stuff, guys, because we're not in a recession but things are falling. And now I know I'm going to have people comment and say, oh, Dan, we're seeing uh, housing prices, 
you know, in my neighborhood, they're going up. You know, and I had a guy that was writing me, telling me about, you know how great it is, and he can get you a $400,000 mortgage. Where? Where do you guys have $400,000 houses? Seriously. Seriously. So, one thing I want to add also to this island. Imagine living here, okay? And you got to get off the island, whatever reason. Or let's say they don't get the construction work done. The trucks don't leave at 6 in the morning, okay? And you're stuck here. you got to take... What would the line for the ferry be like? It would be awful. It's, it's slow enough. It's just more of a, um, of a ride. I mean, I know people use it as, as a method of transportation, but it's more of a fun thing to do when you're on this island. But being, land, not, you know, being locked on the island is going to be awful for a lot of people. So share your thoughts on this stuff. And again, what are you calling it? What's, what is this? What is it? Because I think we're going to go towards a depression. I think we're going to see a lot of things that are going to be really, really damaging to the economy globally. And you haven't seen anything yet. But you're going to see things like office buildings at 50% off that we've never seen in our lifetimes. So let me know what you think about that. You know, when I travel, I talk to everybody. Talk to the waiters, talk to the waitresses, talk to the cleaning staff, talk to managers, talk to everybody I can. Cab drivers, Uber drivers, everybody. Just to get their feel for it. There is a great article below from a woman, uh, Sochit Mendez, who is a, um, a cleaning lady at the MGM property. That's the higher end property. And uh, she just says over the last 14 years that she's done it, it's gotten to the point that people are horrible. People are rude. They are mean. They swear. They throw things at the cleaning staff, which I, that's, huh? Okay. But people have gotten so short fused lately and so completely disrespectful, especially when it comes to staff like that. It, it's out of, out of control, completely out of control. So, you know, I, I just, I'm blown away that people would treat somebody else like this, this poorly. It just floors me absolutely floors me so share your thoughts on this stuff but you know the union that she works for just went on strike sick of it and they're you know they're talking about more pay things like that but it's just getting to the point that you know covid made people more disrespectful you know when you would go to a hotel during that time they would say hey cleaning's optional and they would leave towels outside the room and they wouldn't come change sheets and things like that so just awful okay but uh, anyways, I think it's just ridiculous that people are like this. Now, a couple things that are fascinating is that they're saying with all the smartphones in the world that we are ripe to get hacked and to have all our data stolen, which, you know, I've talked to you guys about the VPN and it's so important and it's pennies a day to get that. But, but right now with, you know, smart devices, now more than ever, our data is at risk. And uh, I think it's kind of interesting that people don't want to uh, uh, look at that. You know, your kids on their phones 24-7, it's just a problem. But great article below about this. Take a look at it. And uh, uh, the other thing is 23andMe. Remember we talked about this last month. There was a big hack. And 23andMe uh, had data released uh, from, the, uh, from this one hacker that got access to it 
And at first, 23andMe issued a statement that uh, said, hey, listen, um, you know, we don't think it's that serious and we are not aware of it. Now the hacker got really upset. So the hacker released millions of people's data. So if you guys were on 23andMe and they have data from Great Britain, United States, Europe, and one other country that slips my mind, I'm sure I'll think and remember it later. But the idea with this is that this data, your medical DNA data is so expensive. And I've told you guys this, when I run medical conferences, I would have people that would want to have, you know, basically a bio lab and a bio collection site. Some of these people would even do it for free. Like, hey, we're going to collect this and sell the data. Just sign here and we'll see who, if we can find any matches for it, which was insane that people would risk their privacy for that. So, man, oh man. But again, you know, your email address is valuable. Somebody once told me an email address was worth about 10 bucks. What's your, what's your medical data worth? Okay, your medical data is worth an absolute fortune to these people. These hackers that take it, it's, it's terrible that they have all this. And now 23andMe with their smugness, um, you know, it's kind of funny that they're, oh, well, we'll see. We'll look into this. Well, clearly they're not going to do anything. Clearly, clearly there's going to be massive lawsuits from this, and they'll write you guys a check later on for $16 or something like that for you having all your DNA data sold on the black market. Let me know what you think. What do you call that? Okay, let me know. Audio, 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 audio. We talk so much about real estate and uh, there's two great stories below. Uh, the first one's from Morgan Stanley talking about, you know, hey, we, we may experience a downturn and people need to get themselves ready. I won't bore you with all the details from it. Read it because it's ridiculous. Now, the other one is from Zillow talking about, hey, hey you know, we thought prices were going to go up and they may not go up as much as we thought, but we still think it's a great place to buy property. Again, they're in the business of selling property, so they want you to buy property. Elon Musk could be in serious financial trouble because Tesla finances his lifestyle. And there's a great article below talking about how he could be in serious, serious trouble with, um, with his finances and he could be removed from the number one spot. I mean, the guy's worth $200 billion and Bernard Onholt, who is, owns the luxury brands that we've all heard of, that none of us really buy, um, he's number two, but he could overtake him very easily. And, and Elon, who they've been trying to kick off the top for a while since he bought uh, Twitter, uh, you know, is, could be in trouble. So that's interesting. I love your mail that you guys send me. First thing is, when have you guys seen them advertising tractors online for just regular news sites? You guys can get a tractor for 869 bucks. I think this is a backhoe, is what I think this one is. But this is insane, okay, that, that they are starting to get that desperate that you can finance these things like this. Now, again, any commercial equipment that you want to buy like this, go and look because it's for sale. You don't need to finance it for 20 years or anything like that and have yourself an $869 a month payment. Another thing is that I had a subscriber write me about how they love to go to McDonald's and save money on the coffee. Listen to this. They buy the iced coffees, and 
one thing a friend of mine does is she goes to Starbucks, like when she buys a cold brew, I don't want any ice to it. I just want the cold brew filled to the top. McDonald's now, since it's normally $3 for a large, no, now it's $6 because it's going to take up more space with more coffee and we're going to charge you 6 bucks now for those coffees. Is that insane? That is absolutely nuts. Okay? Nuts. Final, final story. We have talked so much, you know, until I'm blue in the face about how what do you know something about? Because you can sell it and people will buy it. Think about this because the story is below on this one. It'll be the bottom story. David and Susan Schwartz are Costco fanatics. They shop at Costco. In fact, they have gone to over 200 different Costco's and scoped out everything about Costco. They wrote a book about shopping at Costco and all the discounts and the joys of shopping at Costco from A to Z and all the discounts and the the shortcuts as far as price tags, as far as closeouts, as far as everything. I don't care if you buy the book. It's not the point. The point is, what do you know? Because these two people shop at Costco and love it and wrote a book about the experience. But the thing about this, why they're going to sell copies of that book is for this one reason. That story made the New York Post. So the New York Post did a story on this, and it's in the online, print, everything. So Mr. and Mrs. Schwartz, congratulations to you guys. But again, what do you know about? Is it boating? Is it fishing? Is it shopping? Is it whatever? Because you can write a book about that, and people will buy it, and they will buy the ebook of this Costco guide, and these people will make a nice little profit for themselves. So please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And if you want to get a hold of me, hello at iallegedly.com. Onward and upward, guys. I will see you very soon.